welcome to the Friends and Music Podcast, brought to you by... I'm Jessica, doing all the hard stuff. And I'm Carlos, bringing the clever quips and a face made for audio. We're always looking for ways to spend time with two of our most favorite things, friends and music. We'll spend each episode chatting with music friends and with friends about music. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On On the the Friends Friends and and Music Music Podcast. Hola, peeps. Welcome to the Friends and Music Podcast. We are at podcast number 10. Number Holy 10. Holy mackerel, who knew we'd get there? <laughs> Double digits. So before we get started, I'd just like to say thank you to all the listeners out there for getting us this far. According to Jessica, our statistician, we are well into the thousands of listeners mm-hmm. the last couple uh, podcasts, so that's amazing. So for this special 10th edition of the Friends and Music podcast, we have one of the guardians of smooth, one of the keepers of sartorial 70s splendor, Part of the greatest show on turf from the one and only Yacht Rock Review. Welcome, Nick Nespajani. Yay! <laughs> Yay, Nick. So happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Nick. Hello. Yeah, we're, I'm so glad that I, uh, I kind of cornered you on Sail Across the Sun, and I was like, Nick, you have to be on our podcast. So thank you very much for coming on with us. Um, you know, there's... You've done a lot of interviews lately, and Carlos and I kind of pride ourselves on asking the questions that you've not been asked before. So get ready, right? That's a, that, that sounds dangerously challenging, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to do my no, best. They're never hard. They're really usually stupid. But they are. They are. Entertaining uh, is what we hope. We like entertaining. Yeah. So I want to know, like since I first saw you guys up on stage, I was like, man, where do these guys get all their clothes? I mean, come on. That's like prize vintage stuff you guys are rocking up there. I'll never tell, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, if, it, if there was one place where you could get all of this stuff, my life would be so much easier. Um, the, sure. the truth is, you, 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 it's, like, it's like a constant uh, archaeology mission. You know, anytime you're near a thrift store or a Goodwill, you got to go in and look around. and You also have, have to have a kind of creative... Uh, approach to it because you know most of the work is done by the tailor like you find something in the ballpark and then you get mm-hmm. the tailor to make it look right you know that's uh, that's the key that's the secret going vintage. i always uh, wondered if yeah. if all you guys ever get to cut your hair yeah <laughs> well not my own hair certainly i don't have uh the skills to do that <laughs> people often ask if it's often ask if it's my real hair yeah and a lot of times, drunk people go so far as to pull to. No. Yeah, yeah, fairly often actually. Uh, but uh, I always say that if if it weren't my real hair, I wouldn't I wouldn't get gray hairs in a wig. That's the way you know that it's uh, real. You know. Well, you can always cover it up with one of those captain's hats, right? You've got to sell thousands of those every year. We import them direct from China. <laughs> Quality uh, by, stuff, yeah. By the, by the giant truckload. Um, although I don't know that any of us have worn a captain's hat on stage in several years. It kind of, mm-hmm. we leave that to the other. You know, there are other yacht rock bands out there, and they wear the captain's hats on stage, and that's cool. But we, we, uh, that's passe for us. That's so 1977. It's 78 now. You know, so <laughs> tell that to everybody in your audience that's wearing a captain's hat, Nick. Yeah. 
We're well, all out there sporting them. But see, it's different for the audience than it is for the band. Like, yeah, it, that's true. It, there has to be a little bit of that uh, a separation, you know? Like, how am I supposed to feel good about myself if there's not? Is the band supposed to be at the forefront and the rest of us surf behind. Well, exactly, yeah. You're there definitely... There You're, can't be 300 captains. There can only be seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, that, that, actually, that doesn't make any sense at all. So uh, forget I said that. Sorry. You know, that that's a good uh, little entree for me. Then I wondered, over the years... You know how much does the does the does the makeup of the band and how many people are in the band like ebb and flow? Uh, zero in the ten years we've done yacht rockets. Really? Same, wow. Seven guys. Same guys. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not, that's not nice. totally true. That's not totally true. The first like six months there was another keyboard player and uh-huh. he uh, ended up going out with Blackberry Smoke as, and oh. now he's a member of Blackberry Smoke. It's still a good friend of ours. But he uh, when he quit our sax player Dave decided he could pull double duty and play keyboards and sax and so it's been that way ever since wow that's nice that's that stability's got to kind of be comfortable for you guys at this point huh yeah it's pretty crucial uh actually to what we do you know because we try mm-hmm. to make it not just like interchangeable parts but a band that has some personality a little bit of swag sure. you know yeah sure you sure. definitely have swag you guys have this you all have this like I don't know. Do you get into character? What do you do before you walk out on stage so that you're all that smooth? You know, what do you do? Um, let's see. Tequila, yoga <laughs> stretches, bananas. Uh, everybody kind of has their own uh, secret fuel. Uh, mine personally is I go in the bathroom and shout for about 10 minutes to get my voice warmed up and then I'm ready to go. <laughs> Just shouting. That's not a technique I've heard from no, anywhere else. Not really. Not really. Hey, you do yeah. have a phenomenal voice and you, um, you, it's amazing the range of music that you sing, right? Because we know you as Yacht Rock, but then you also do tributes to the Beatles and the Who and you sing a mean Led Zeppelin and, you know, you got to know a, sh- a lot of songs <laughs> there, Nick. Ha- I, you know. Yeah, we we probably know hundreds of songs. I would say, and we, uh, I mean, a lot of our job has more in common. You know, we're certainly musicians, but I think we're also actors. I feel like, or uh-huh. you know, not in yeah. the not in the traditional or Shakespearean sense, but like, yeah. uh, I feel like my job has a lot more in common with the job of an actor sometimes than with like a musician in a, uh, you know, a symphony or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you, yeah. when you, when you, uh, first, oh, I, from what I read almost by accident started, uh, focusing in on the seventies, how many gigs, how many, how long did it take you to realize, well, wait a minute, we really got something here. You know, how long did it take you to, for the light to come on and say, now, now we're onto something. Man, it's, it was such a gradual thing you know because the, mm-hmm. the club that we were doing it at we started playing every week and then we were starting to get asked to play weddings and a few corporate events and we we're like oh maybe we should do this and then next thing you know we're like getting an office and <laughs> everybody's kind of quitting their side hustles and it was mm-hmm. it, I, it was kind of hazy because i was i think we were all drinking a lot more then so like <laughs> my memories of that are a little uh not the clearest. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like 
self-loathing for being in a cover band. And now I'm, you know, I yeah. feel the opposite way about it now. It's a lot of fun, but you know, it was, it was kind of a, a strange transition, you know, the, the job you never set out to have yeah, all sure. of a sudden becomes your life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, you guys have a, a long roster of, of awesome musicians that, that now uh, are playing with you. Do you have, uh, you know, uh, of the original folks that, that did some of this music, do you have some that are especially favorite? Are there some that really stick out to your head that, is, that was like, you know, I can't believe we're playing with them? Oh, man. Um, in terms of our, our favorites, like we have such a great relationship with, uh, with Robbie Dupree. He was uh -huh. kind of like the godfather of this whole playing with other artists situation. He was the first guy that really mm -hmm. kind of gave us the time of day and came in and yeah, sat yeah. in with us. And we just immediately vibe with him because he has a really twisted sense of humor. So we were able to pretty much get on the same page immediately yeah, with yeah. him. And, and, and uh, he's like a member of the family. You know, we call him mommy. <laughs> so Robbie Dupree is special. I mean, that's special for me too, because at my wedding, my wife asked to do one Yacht Rock song. The only one that she said we had to have was Steal Away. And then <laughs> to, to go from that to actually like being friends with Robbie Dupree is, is pretty wild. So, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Um, in terms of, wow, I can't believe we're playing with him. I mean, the the first time we played with Eddie Money was pretty crazy because he – like the guy that you see on TV or like on uh -huh. YouTube or whatever, like he yeah. is that guy. Like, <laughs> that's Old not, school rocker, that's right? Act. That's yeah, that is not an act. And, and like to, uh, to experience that firsthand, like the first time you meet him, he's coming to sound check and like immediately he's in that zone. Like, Hey, anybody got a Tums, you know, like <laughs> 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 that was that pretty awesome. uh, surreal, pretty surreal. Singing Zeppelin with Train was pretty wild too. When uh, when Pat was yeah, I was well there for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you know that yeah, turned that, that was one of those making lemonade out of lemons kind of thing because I thought that was a great set and that you know with, with with you guys with all the guest singers and you guys come and you sing in uh, Zeppelin form and stuff. It worked out really nice. It was Ramble yeah, yeah, on, was I think. Right, I think I still had that yeah. video somewhere. That was amazing. I thought I was I was yeah. hoping you were going to get up on stage with Jason Bonham this year and sing a little, but oh man, I would have loved to have done that. That, <laughs> that singer was, he was he did a crazy Robert Plant though. He was really good. Yeah, very very good. So you um you come from a musical family, I read, um, both your mom and your dad. So I understand. I, I'm guessing that's where your talent comes from, but then you chose to go to law school. Uh, yeah, for a little while, I just, it, it was kind of like I was in my late twenties and, uh, I didn't feel like I was really going anywhere with uh -huh. my musical career. And I didn't want to like be the tragically struggling middle-aged musician who still like is a golf caddy, which was kind of where things were heading. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I tried law school, but that was, you know, that's a long process of getting ready for the tests and getting in and all of that kind of stuff. And then by the time I started law school, Yacht Rock had started to really gain a lot of steam. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I didn't make it a whole semester because there was just not enough time to do both. Sure, sure. <laughs> I worked all that time on being a musician. I was like, well, I kind of got to 
see how far this goes. I can always come back to law school. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Right. I think you made yeah. the right choice. <laughs> yeah. I paid I paid that off already, so I feel good about it. I don't have any more debt on that. Uh, there you go. Now you can just sing. <laughs> but you're yeah. also an entrepreneur, right, with Venkman's. So how did that Yes. Uh, you know, did you and Peter just sit around one day and think, I think I'd like to own a restaurant? Like that's a leap. Well, we were gonna like buy a dive bar so that we would have a place to play and that we could make mm-hmm. money off of when Yacht Rock played because we thought, you know, we're making all this money for these other guys that own dive bars that Yacht Rock's playing in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, we also thought, you know, maybe this Yacht Rock thing is a fad. We want to be able to like continue to have some kind of career that makes money. So we started that, and it turns out that Yacht Rock is not a fad, and now we have way too many jobs uh to to try to do you know i mean we have great people at the restaurant but i mean for the people out there who may not be as familiar could you give them an idea what is venkman's what kind of a venue is it and where is it yeah venkman's is uh, in atlanta ga in the old fourth ward um Mm -hmm. pretty close to the belt line which is a big thing that's happening in atlanta right now it's like a block off the belt line but it's like a a live music venue that kind of balances food and music. We do mm-hmm. all sorts of different shows ranging from um, like Kermit Ruffins to uh, Pink Floyd tributes to like mm-hmm. puppet brunches for kids on Saturdays. We have a great jazz jam on Tuesdays. Nice. So it's really kind of like an, an entertainment kind of small place that uh, that's friendly to the whole family. It, is a lot of work is what it is to be quite honest with you. Uh, but when it's, when it's, when it's jamming, it's all worth it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the good stuff is a lot of work, but you know, uh, tell us for, there's a good portion of our audience here that, that, uh, loves those music cruises. So how did you get into that? How did, uh, how did Yacht Rock Review actually finally get on a boat? We were, uh, we'd always known about the rock boat because of, uh, the six man, six man people are based in Atlanta. So we'd always mm-hmm. heard about other bands going on the rock, but we were like, man, that sounds so cool. Uh-huh. And so we kept pitching them and kept pitching them. And finally they had us on the rock boat you know, probably eight or nine years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, once we saw how six man operated, we were like, okay, you know, we got to do more with these guys. And it's been, great you know as a learning experience as an entrepreneur to watch a business um that runs the way theirs does and and Uh has created a culture the way that they have um that's been really inspiring and and uh educational from a business standpoint and from a musical standpoint Mm -hmm. it's been amazing because we um have made fans you know every time you go on a music cruise you make fans from all over the country and they're like the most committed, dedicated fans you can possibly have. So everywhere we go, everywhere we go, there are always people from Sail Across the Sun who are in the audience and they brought 20 of their friends, you know, and (laughs) and those people are all passionate and they tell all their friends. I mean, it's been the music cruise uh, experience that we've had has been so crucial in us being able to get a stronghold in in the markets that we tour. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's been really important in our career nice nice you know uh when 
I know for me, uh, the, the first time I really noticed, like I said, I was on that best cruise ever. And I got it, except for actually watching you two, you guys did a U2 set out under the stars, under the ocean, and the lady handing the drinks is right next to you. I can't imagine. I mean, right there, you're going to have to be a Yacht Rock Review fan for the rest of your life. lives after that. I mean, when the, you can't recreate that kind of ambiance. And then you were singing. Uh, th that whole set was spectacular. I got to tell you, that was one of my favorite spots on six cruises was that was that set. Oh, thanks. That was fun. I remember it being pretty windy and a little bit rocky. Yes, it was. When I was jumping, I was jumping up and down singing this song and I landed wrong on my ankle and sprained my ankle so <laughs> badly that I was like limping the rest of that cruise. But I was having so much fun. I just kind of got lost in it, you know. <laughs> and that was that was a good night and nobody i didn't notice any you twist your ankle but I, that could have been the mojitos talking so i might not have noticed right well i mean the boat was moving back and forth so you didn't really notice anybody having a hitch in their step you know yeah 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 <laughs> that's pretty good how much do you get to interact with the uh with with, with other acts when you're at a festival like that um on the music cruises, a decent bit because there's the artist dining and they usually have like different kind of artist party events. And mm -hmm, a lot mm -hmm. of times we get to, uh, to do jams together or, you know, different yeah. members of bands come up and sit in with different bands. I love doing that kind of thing. Yeah, I wish yeah, we yeah. could have gotten Christopher Cross up with us on this last cruise. Mm -hmm. really oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You had, uh, yeah. uh, you had yeah. John Oates on the first one. We did have John Oates, yeah. We, I mean, we've had lots of uh, different people over the years come sit in with us. Josh Fries, who has played with like everybody, but he was playing with Weezer, and we were mm -hmm. with um, with them on the Weezer cruise. He came and sat in. A couple of the guys from Heart came and sat in when we played with them on on cool. a cruise for the Grammy Foundation. Yeah, so yeah. you know, all the all the music nerds, whenever they hear there's a band that plays Steely Dan or you know Toto, they're always like, "Ooh, I want to get in on that." <laughs> so. <laughs> that's cool you know uh what, one of the things we like to get from folks is uh before is some kind of a some kind of either a really bad gig or a really good gig you know something that uh something that sticks in your head as to a one side or the other kind of uh kind of experience uh, that you had out there on the road gosh how about one that's both? We were uh, we were at uh, it was the final four in Atlanta a few years ago, and uh -huh. there was a big free concert in Centennial Park, and they picked us to open. And after us were Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh -huh. Flo Rida, and <laughs> Ludacris. And so that's a hard left we're turn. Up there. It is a hard left turn. So we're up there. <laughs> like at noon and flow rider like one of the people in his crew forgot his inner monitors so his sound check took forever and we didn't get a sound check at all so they Ooh. it's like 12 15 or 12 30 whenever they open the gates and thousands of people are streaming in you know because there were like 30 or forty thousand people at sure. this concert probably 20 by the time we started playing and and uh they're like, you guys need to start. And we're like, we don't even have vocal microphones. We, we sing songs. We can't start without vocal microphones. I mean, it was <laughs> such a cluster, you know, it was, it was insane. But then by the end, they got it all together and we were able to get through the set and have fun. And I got to meet Christian Leitner afterwards. So that one was like, went from being the, went from being the worst to like 
being pretty awesome, like kind of all in one day. <laughs> there's, awesome. there, we doing what we do. There's a pretty big swing of gigs, you know, like one day you're like on the, the train cruise and it's all glorious and awesome. And then you're playing like a boring corporate event on a Tuesday night and nobody's dancing, you know, like the swings <laughs> are pretty, pretty extreme in our world. So, um, yeah. Is there a season that, that do you guys tour pretty steady all year round? Do you do it more often in the summer or the winter or is it just kind of as much as you can? Um, you know, we pretty much just play around the weekends because that's when we, people want to come out and drink margaritas and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you sure. know, like no, sure. nobody, nobody's trying to get tore up to Kenny Loggins songs on a Tuesday night. So generally, <laughs> uh, generally we stick to the weekends, which is nice because we're back and forth, you know, to our families. Yeah, you get to pretty see your often. Family we, sure. we never, we're never spending like months away. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it feels that the schedule this year is pretty crazy, and it feels like maybe we're butting up against the edge of what's possible with that uh, yeah, yeah. technique. I guess a lot, of, a lot of country bands do it that way. They call it Nashville touring. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll probably stick with that as long as we can. As long as it keeps working, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, by the looks of it, you're pretty busy. Um, you know, you go on your your website, and it looks like it's like every weekend for the the next foreseeable future, you're booked out. Yeah, that's what my wife says. <laughs> <laughs> and what and what is that website, Jessica Baker? Yeah, that would be uh, pleaserock dot com. Okay. Yeah. That's www. Where, yeah. <laughs> www and in fact uh if for, for the folks that that perhaps aren't as as familiar with uh with the captains of smooth here uh wh- where can they go to like get a flavor uh where can they go to like uh connect with you guys find out your music find out where you guys are playing that kind of thing um well they can obviously go to our website you just mentioned we're pretty active on the social media uh-huh. Uh, particularly uh, if you uh, follow us on Facebook, a lot of times we will live stream our concerts. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, so that way, if you're, you know, feeling a little hesitant, not sure if this sounds like a fun time, you can go on Facebook and watch and discover that your hesitation was for naught because <laughs> it's for really not for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very fun time so, at your shows. We love them. Yes, we we can back it up that, that that it is for not. Those are good shows, and in fact, a lot of us. I mean, at every show, I know there's there's at least handfuls, if not more, of of us at every show, no matter where that show is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yeah, we know. We know. We see you guys out there. We always know. <laughs> Pick us I out from, from the plan. audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plan around that. And so, right now, as we talk, this is a, a gig night for you. Right, so you're between sound check and and uh, and going on stage. So people have got to be funneling yes. in. Since, since we started talking, tens of people have entered. Tens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it wasn't like that in Boston when you were up no. here earlier this year. We were pretty packed in. Yeah, the, Irving Plaza was packed. It's still early. Pl- pl- plenty of people will be here. It's still early. So. And. Uh, what is what is the uh, what is the revival show that you have at the end of the summer? What is that all about? 
Uh, we're doing uh, Chastain Park Amphitheater in Atlanta this year, which mm-hmm. is a historic venue up near Buckhead. And uh, we're working on finalizing our special guests right now, but that's where we bring in a bunch of the uh, the guys who wrote and sang and played on these songs back in the day to yeah, yeah. join us in a tribute to the late 70s and early 80s. Nice to kind of help close out the summer a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Have some, have some white wine and cheese. <laughs> Enjoy a summer evening. Dressed in that, polyester. You, yeah. You know, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, come on, under the stars, listening to some good music, right? Having a little snack and a little, a little vino. That's living yeah. right there, man. Come on now. It's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's pretty good. And uh, when uh, tonight you said you're in Houston. Houston, Texas. That's right. Yes. Houston, to and uh, where do you guys? You know, are there certain kind of, these chain places? I'm I'm actually interested to hear about this because we saw there's a lot of these chain places now. So when you get into a place like the House of Blues in, in a particular you know city, they get to know you. Does that give you an in to like be able to hook up now with the rest of the House of Blueses or the city wineries, or do you still have to kind of pick them off one at a time as best you can? Um, it's a it's a little one at a time, but I mean House of Blues, for example, is all booked by uh, Live Nation, and uh-huh. they've been. They've been really uh, great with us and very committed to like growing us in different markets across the country. So we have pretty good luck um, getting in the House of Blues and usually uh, have really good crowds and, and a good time. They're, they're pretty solid. And is there is there any part of the I wonder this, too, actually, <laughs> is there any part of the country where you're still like saying, I got to figure out how to get us in there? Or at this point, have you have you spread out pretty nicely? Um, we are spreading. We're kind of starting towards the last, uh, unsmoothed areas of the country right now, which is basically like we did, we just started Colorado and we've been doing yeah. Southern California for a while, but we need to do, I think this fall we're going to get to Northern California and we still haven't done like the Pacific Northwest, you know, yeah, yeah. Seattle and Portland and all that. I mean, we've done private events up there, but we've never done. Yeah. And you'd think um, that'd be, like, that'd be right territory for you guys. I would think that uh, think the folks it, up there. Yeah. It's more the logistics of getting out there uh, yeah, with the yeah. style of touring that we do, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty expensive to either fly out there and rent gear or get our van and trailer with all of our gear all the yeah, way out that's there true. and be sure. to meet it, you know. So um, that's kind of the challenge. We've been able to figure out a way to do it with California on a pretty consistent basis because um, yeah, yeah. we're usually able to get an anchor gig in LA, but the, uh, Pacific Northwest hasn't presented itself yet, but it's coming. We're coming for you. <laughs> well, you we'll help warned. Spread, yeah. Right? We'll help spread the word, too. To, let, let's figure out a logistical solution. Nice. Let's do it. You got to smooth out that top left corner of the country. That's right. Get Nick to the Northwest. All right, Twitter. Yeah. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> and uh, does uh, if you if you know do does the band have a have an Instagram, a Twitter handle? Are they indiv- And do you guys like have individual handles uh, that people can reach out to you with? Um, yes, the band has both of those things. And if you look up Yacht Rock Review, I think we're the first thing that comes. Yacht Rock, we're probably the first thing that comes up on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my handle is Please Rock on most of the stuff. I don't know. It's it's kind of me. It's kind of me running the social media. 
as far as everyone knows. So, uh, so if you want to reach out to me, that's the best way. If you get snark back, if you get something snarky back, you know it's me. <laughs> uh, uh, Jess, uh, have have you got uh, have you got anything before we you know. He is a working musician, and there's a gig tonight. I know, I know. So we have to get him going. We're kind of conscious <laughs> of the time. But thank you, Nick. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And I look forward to many more cruises with you on it, for sure. Cheers. Can't wait to sail again. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Nice and wait. Thank you very much for joining us. And Jess, are you all set? I am all set, Carlos. Thanks. All right. Then, then thank you very much to to Nick Nespajani. And uh, yes, I, I said that. I said that correctly, didn't I? You nailed it. Nailed it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I'm hoping for. So uh, everybody, check out the Please Rock website. Catch uh, Yacht Rock Review out there when they head to your town. I'm telling you, it's a good time. And until next time, for uh, Jessica, you can say goodbye. Goodbye. And for me, <laughs> just remember, uh, find every excuse to love. Until next time. Thanks for joining us on the Friends and Music podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, find us online, leave us a review, go ahead and rate us, drop us an email, friendsandmusicpodcast at gmail.com, and be sure to join us on our Facebook group, Friends and Music Podcast. Until next time, see you later. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>